Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Good afternoon, everyone. Three minutes past two. No, let's try two minutes past three. It's been that type of weekend. Welcome to the show on a glorious Monday afternoon. Can't believe I did that. Yes, I can. Uh, Kimbo and The Rooch with you for the next two hours, hopefully. At our new starting time, three to five. We are live from Studio Lumo, thanks to Hyundai and uh, the wonderful people from Balfour's. Let's welcome to the Giggling Rooch. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch. Shaka-laka, shaka-laka, shaka-laka. What time is it? Uh, a bit of a worry when you can't tell the time. Actually, on my screen, though, it's come Rooch. up critical security alert, suspicious attempt to sign in with your password. Yeah, so I, I was know trying who that is. You? Uh, that's Putin. He's, oh, he's trying to get in again. His he name, won't get through our barriers. His name's Michelangelo Rucci. He lives at Mile End if you're trying to track <laughs> him down. Um, yeah, so I was trying to click that off at the same time. Hardly a good excuse for not being able to tell the time. Uh, how are you, Rooch? I'm very well, Kim. The sun is out. Definitely the change of seasons has happened, hasn't it? Oh, don't go early. We've said that a few times. But, uh, yeah, about oh, 28, 29 amazing. degrees at the moment. It's amazing. an absolute beauty. I had a good weekend, Rooch. Good. I feel naughty. I don't feel like I've done as much work as I should in terms of watching all the sport that was taking place around the world. Because, as you know, I was entertaining the good folk from, again, real estate. So you don't know. I was going to make this part of my Thursday because it wasn't Friday forecast, but I thought I'm not going to jinx it because, you know, I have this record. As soon as I say something, it's the end of that Mm -hmm. team. But I wanted to make the sure thing. And our producer can verify this because when I brought back the laptop on Friday, I said this was going to be my sure thing. I'm putting this on the record. Houston Astros win the World Series. Baseball. So that's over and done with. That's another tournament put away. I know you're not excited about it, but the World Series is over, Kim. Bloody hell. That's a minute and a half of my life I'll never get back. I thought you are going to have something really prolific then. Oh, Houston Astros winning the World Series is prolific. Well, well done, Rooch. Just pity that you've said it after the event. No, I said it so before. So the credibility's gone. No, Ben will... Stand up and say, I brought it up on No, Friday. he's done the thumbs down. Oh, right. <laughs> right. No, he gave you a thumbs up. Hey, we're live and interactive. Send a text, uh, 0427-154-166. We'd love to hear from you. Good show coming up after an indifferent weekend of sport. Uh, 3.30, we'll be joined by the global cricket guru and part of SEN's World Cup coverage, our resident expert, Burat Sundarasan. Does Sundarasan. he have the answer as to why? Because this question's being asked beyond our shores. Why the Australian team seems to be on the nose, particularly among us Australians. Has the Langer factor been the reality of this? Is it 
the social agendas that certain players on the team have put up, or are we just not ready for cricket yet? Uh, I think it's a bit of the latter. It could be a bit of the former as mm. well. Um, former Test player and one-day specialist Simon O'Donnell had his say on that in SEN uh, Breakfast. So we'll get to that a little bit later, mm. Rooch. Uh, at 3.50, beat the boys. Your chance to win $1,000 free fuel. We've done this twice already. No one's qualified. All you have to do has been the best of three questions. Be the winner, and you go in the draw. And you might be easy to get today. Roach, You're a bit slow on the mark. Don't poke the bear. You never know. <laughs> Beware of the winded, uh, wounded, wounded quiz. No, I think it's clear that you're the one to go for today. <laughs> Are you just scared to put your knowledge on no, the line again? I'm someone just saying. Just saying it might be the chance to find your guard has been all lowered. Right. Well, all you have to do is uh, get through. It'll be around 3.50 when we give the cue to call, which is a pretty obvious one. It's like ring now right. if you want to win $1,000 worth of fuel. Not now. Thanks to Hyundai, you get to take on either Roach or myself. And before we go and leave, we'll put you into the draw. And uh, one of maybe 10 chances. If we hope. We hope. At we the hope. moment, we've got no one. Yes. Um, and you can't win it. Chris from No, Chris from Wall Bay. Got his pants pulled down. Sorry, Chris O. Uh, four o'clock, we'll speak to Chelsea Bedell from the Crows AFL side. Uh, they're on the wrong side of the draw now, Kim. I was at the Ventnor Hotel over at Vincent. Yes. We, were, we were up and about. There's quite a few in there. They had the yeah. cricket on. I wanted to watch the footy. Did you get the numbers in the end? Which event drew more on the television ratings? Don't know. Foxtel numbers were... Pretty low on the footy all round, actually. We'll try and get that. We'll have a chat to Chelsea at uh, 4.30. Nat Hurst, Adelaide Lightning coach. They went down by eight points, Roach. And Toddy Gray at 4.45, mm. thanks to Ground Racing SA. We'll have some tips. Yeah, but uh, in different weekends. So the Aussies get knocked out of the World Cup. Crows lose their qualifying final to Melbourne by 21 points after being four points down at three-quarter time. 36ers lost to Perth Wildcats yesterday. Uh, still winning on Friday night. Yeah, but yep. the Illawarra's there. Very ordinary. So six-point loss to the Wildcats. Lightning lost by eight points in their opening game. Thank mm -hmm. heavens for Adelaide United. Yep, 4-2. 3-0 up at one stage. Makes it 4-2 against the defending champ. And the Redbacks. We always ride the Redbacks pretty hard, but they had a win in the one-day Series against New South Wales, so they have the winning feeling about them, so that's good. And the girls and the strikers had a victory yes, as well. Yes, indeed. So a little bit of a mixed bag. Hey, as we speak, reach some breaking news. There's been some signings at the Melbourne Football Club. I don't have them. Well, oh, try, yeah, try looking right. at the computer. Michael Hibbert. Yeah, you reckon I'm slow today? Oh. Well, I was looking for my phone all <laughs> of a sudden. Have a look at Lines. <laughs> He's chortling. I was Roach. looking for my phone. It's about six inches alert. from your buff head. Michael Hibbert, Jake Melksham. Both signed contract extensions at Melbourne. Yeah, Jake Melksham. I wonder if he's got some congratulatory calls from any of his mates on that one. Oh, go to our podcast. I want to see your face, the panic on your face then. That was beautiful. Oh, I was looking for my alert on the phone. I'm more bemused by Nathan Burke, though. So he has a please explain from headquarters for his facial look towards the umpires as they came off the field in a five-point game. That ends the Western Bulldogs season. Not for anything he said, because apparently he said nothing. So it was for the way he looked. Did he gesticulate? It, from every report, it's purely based on his look towards you, them. You should have been fined 30 seconds ago for your look. Oh, <laughs> and well, how are they going to prove I, that? I struggle with that one too. Have you actually seen the vision I can't of find it? any vision. Yeah. But oh. I'm going, well, okay, so clearly someone's complained. 
the well, AFL was sent the police explain to Nathan Burke, well, he could just say he had indigestion from a five-point loss, <laughs> don't he? Yeah, well, the vegetarian diet was causing some problems. Yeah. Because uh, he coaches off the bench, so he's always there. And just, he's had a few moments recently. But I would have thought getting a please explain for a supposed, well, let's put it in inverted commas, a dirty look you gave the umpires, it's got to be a bit hard to work off for the AFL. I would have thought so, Roots. Yeah. Well, we'll see how he does explain it. <laughs> Love to get a copy of his reply. Just quickly on those other results, Adelaide went down 48-27 to 27 in their mm. qualifying final. Brisbane's up and about. Uh, not a bad effort by the Tigers. Brisbane 39-22 to 22 in the yep. Tigers. And the Kangaroos, a really low-scoring affair, 1-8. 1-8. That's when the naysayers come out. Yep. Got to take it for what it is. So, uh, 1-8 to 2-4. They went down the Cats 14-16 to 16 to North Melbourne. So Adelaide will be... Here against Collingwood on Saturday. Double header Saturday, yes. 3.10. Yep. So let's hope we can get eight to 10,000. Richmond's there. at Punt Road. Just on that. Richmond. Adelaide is at Unley Oval. Yeah. The only 2,500 for the Carlton game. Yeah. Carlton, Adelaide. Yeah, uh, oh, at Icon, sorry, at Icon Park. Princess Park. Yeah, I made mention of that. Melbourne. Mentioned that at breakfast this morning. It's, is this the moment where the AFLW hits into other sports, be it? Andrew Hayes pointed out we had the Spring Carnival take a lot of attention away from the sporting pages. Then you get the cricket coming to a point whereby would the Aussies make it or not? That takes a lot of attention in the sport mm. pages. This has been the test, isn't it? We always knew they were looking for free space, you know, free airspace for their competition. They went for late August through to December. November was going to be the test month, wasn't it? A mm. hey, um, congratulations to Hazy. Sorry yes. to lose him, but we wish him all the very best. Mm. He's been here from day one with Kano, so good on you, Chompers. Uh, Benny, you might want to jump onto this one. Where are Kimbo and the Rouge? We're here. Our news time, we can tell you, we're definitely here at 3 o'clock, so we'll chase that up. We appreciate that. All right, we've got to go to a break. When we get back from the break, we're going to hear from Chelsea Randall. Gee, she caught one to the nose and the head late in that game. Apparently, as past all concussion protocols. And the doc says she tripped over her shoelace. Well, I bet he said that. He can ill afford to lose exactly. her. She was on with Bungie and the Brettster yesterday mm. here on SEN. We'll hear from that after the break. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Three sixteen on a Monday afternoon. Appreciate your company and your patience. Yes, Mario, you don't have to try your crystal set. We are onto it. A little drama in Melbourne at the moment. So for those that are struggling to get us loud and clear, it is being attended to. I believe everything's a okay on the app, though. Thank Good. heavens for Good the news. app. All right, we'll push on regardless. Reach Adelaide Crows went down by twenty-one points on Friday in the qualifying final. After getting off to a flyer, an absolute flyer, Chelsea Randall, the captain of the club, was on with Bungie and the Brettster talking about what they need to do to win finals. We're just kind of excited, one, to be at home and around our fans and hopefully everyone gets down to support us and, yeah, hopefully get the win so we can continue on this journey. For us, it's it's really just kind of remaining present and not overthinking, you know, all the scenarios in your head is just kind of remaining calm and, and trying to go on out there and execute your plan um, that we've been working on, and I've loved this season. It's been it's been an incredible season, you know, in terms of 
our girls, you know, that we've learnt some incredible things in terms of we've been down and had to really fight back in games to try and actually win them. And Collingwood v Adelaide is a rivalry. They've had some classic games mm. since the AFLW started. Get past that, they then qualify for a, well, it's the biggest challenge in football at the moment. Brisbane, in Brisbane, in an AFLW preliminary final. Well, Brisbane could have an off day, couldn't they? Well, I mean, they they've could. been superb this year, but they could have an off day. They look too good at the moment. Yep. I think Adelaide, we said toss of the coin against Melbourne. Yep. Uh, I think Adelaide's better than Collingwood. Collingwood's improved a lot, mm. but uh, never say never. Never. And especially yeah. if Chelsea wasn't to be playing. Now, she caught one late in the game, went off with blood coming out of her nose, stayed down for a while. It looked like, it was awkward to tell, it looked like a knee to the face or the head. And then went back to Doc take Clark's the got kick. a different description of oh, yeah. it. Tripped over the shoelaces. Come on, Doc. Nice try. <laughs> um, yeah. But she was walking back, Rooch. I know you haven't seen it, to take the free kick. Yeah. And they just stumbled and fell over, yeah. which is, you know, you would suggest the knock to the head. You don't just normally fall over for no reason, no, do you? No. Well, I tripped over her laces. So, well, maybe that was it. <laughs> well, actually, that's true. She did point to a lace. There you are. <laughs> the look on your well, face. My phone. Well, well, she did point to her laces. <laughs> Bloody long bow, though, I think. Well, maybe it was genuine. Hey, anything Let's get hear through, from Kim, Chelsea. Anything. When Andrew McLeod and uh, Brett Maher asked yeah. her about the uh, supposed or possibility yeah. of being affected by a concussion. It was, uh, yeah, a bit of a, I got a, I think, knee to the nose. Um, and then, yeah, so just kind of got back up. And then, unfortunately, um, I got caught in my shoelaces as I was walking back from my free kick and uh, stumbled, which maybe looked a little bit dramatic on the TV. But, uh, yeah, I've gone through all the um, concussion tests and uh, everything there and all passed with flying colours. So, we're all good on this end, <laughs> which is good science. It did look dramatic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Yes. I'll get you to watch it. We'll try and watch it during the break. Everyone's talking about cricket. Now that Australia's out, people are saying, oh, it's Mickey Mouse. We don't care about T20 cricket. I care when Australia's playing. It's a world event. Too right it is. And look, to win back-to-back titles in T20 was always going to be enormously challenging, but to not make the semis at home... Mm. Does leave a you know a black eye, so to speak. It's been an intriguing tournament to see the South Africans again shoot themselves in the foot to lose to the Netherlands yesterday. Um, yeah, an interesting series now, and and then to see the crowds that you're getting at the MCG when India is playing says there is an appetite for this competition. But if it involves the Australians, strangely, there's something wrong there. Oh, the other thing has just come a little bit earlier too. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't think people are in full-on cricket mode. What about the other issue of we've been through a pandemic. People have changed their habits. We know that the big screen in the lounge room has won over a lot of people. We've still got a fair bit of work to get people back to sporting venues, haven't we? Or are the Australian cricketers on the nose? We'll get to that shortly. Let's hear from some of the main players. Uh, Glenn Maxwell, this was him about their exit. Cricket never stops, so you, you don't get time to dwell Maybe when you retire, you think back to it and, oh, it would have been nice to have won that, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> There's no point in dwelling about it. It's, it's like, oh, well, should, wish we had a one. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> He's a different unit. Uh, that hasn't some, gone down well, that. No, some people took offence to that. Yep. But, um, look, haters like to hate. I think we know that he cares. Then again, I can't speak Yeah, to Yeah, but you'd like to hear in his words that there's no doubt about that. We're thinking they care. But when you hear something like that, you go, well, maybe that's why they 
didn't get through to the But do, well, don't we have that problem with life in general? We need to go to a break. But mm. You can't change what's happened. No, They'll have a forensic look at it and the coaches will go through it. They'll yeah, see where they could have done better. We know better, what we though. want to hear, though. We want to hear that, oh, this is really hurting. We're never going to let this happen again. We want that sort of reassurance from our sporting heroes. You, you can't guarantee anything like that, I though, in truth, that. can you? All right, we're going to go to well, a break. Well, you can guarantee what sort of commitment you're putting towards something, Well, can't? that doesn't mean that they weren't committed. Oh. Uh, we'll hear from Matthew Wade and then we'll get an opinion from Simon O'Donnell. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 327, appreciate your company, The Run Home. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. Just before we hear from Matthew Wade and Simon O'Donnell, Roots, this is good news. Show your support for McHappy Day by purchasing a pair of silly socks from Macca's for only five smackaroonies, $5. Money raised will go towards Ronald McDonald House charities as they continue to help seriously ill or injured children and their families. They do a wonderful job. Used to be an ambassador for them many years ago, Roots. Hmm, okay. Spent many a day down there and cooked breakfast on Melbourne Street, a wonderful organisation. All right, let's get to what happened in the cricket. Uh, this is Matthew Wade. He's another player that may have played his last T20 game yep. for Australia. I think it's all over Red Rover for him. This is him post-game. Yeah, we'll stay the extra night here and just uh, watch that game. So, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be hoping for a little bit of an upset there, obviously. So, I mean, it's that's tournament play. We put ourselves in this situation straight from the, the get-go this time. And um, although we've been trying to chase a little bit of run rate, it just hasn't really gone our way. We've been a little bit slow out of the blocks in this tournament and uh, hopefully it doesn't cost us. And then England did win the day after to put Australia into third position, even though they share equal points, the run rate put England into the semi-finals. When you then boil down all the numbers of the Australians through the T20, they didn't have a competition leader with bat or with ball. Many of them not even in the top 10, or no Australian mm. in the top 10. You, you're not going to be a pace setter in this competition. A, a quick-fire World Cup if you haven't got players in top four. It was interesting Matthew Wade mentioned the word that we've been a bit slow. Yeah. Uh, Simon O'Donnell described it as... Emotionless. The Aussies were emotionless. The emotion of it, I couldn't understand how emotionless we were, particularly in that format. You know, it's a, it's a jazzy up, you know, you've got to be up sort of format. And, and I thought we were, we just looked not there. Um, that, you know, that's hard to probably explain. It, it just, you, know, you look at some of the other teams and, and the way they were, they were going about it and the, how emotionally engaged in the game they were and, yeah, at times there, you just felt the Aussies sort of switched on, switched off. Mitch Stark not having a good tournament, and you know, then he goes. We were never settled. You know, it, leading in in the in the warm up games, we weren't settled. You know, there, was, there was they were still fiddling with orders and stuff. So, you know, I hard to put your finger on it, Sam. But we, we were off, we're off pace. We were generally off pace. And if we, it would have been just a fluke to get into a semi. We didn't deserve to get. It. We we weren't playing good enough. Now, we're running a little bit late. We're right on time for the 3.30 news routes, but I know that you've talked about this at length in regards to why there isn't a lot of love for Australian, the Australian cricket team. Uh, Simon spoke about that. We'll play that a little bit later. We've got the 4.30, oh, sorry, 3.30 news coming up, and then we'll talk to Bharat Sundarasan, world cricket guru, part of the SEN team. Uh, looking forward to that chat right after the 3.30 news. 
A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.35 on a Monday afternoon, Kimba on the Reach here, thanks to Hyundai and Balfour's. We are live from Studio Lumo USA. A lot of people walking past us here, Roach, at number one King William Street. And a lot of them giving you a big wave. Good. Yep. Some call it the bird. Right. Alrighty. Hey, big show still coming up. Uh, Barat Sundarasan only seconds away at 4pm. Chelsea Bedell will join us from the Adelaide Crows. And Nat Hurst, the coach of the Adelaide Lightning, who went down in game one by eight points. All right. What's wrong with Australia? Let's find out. Uh, he's an international cricket guru, has his own cheer squad that travels everywhere India Did goes. Did you see that he was actually part of the presentation of the T20 trophy at Adelaide Oval last week? Well, we say he's the Dave he's Grohl lookalike, but he's bigger than Dave Grohl now. He's a superstar. When you look into the crowds, uh, Bharat Sundararson joins us now. Hello, superstar. <laughs> Hello, guys. Yeah, how many World Cup trophies has Dave Grohl lifted out? Exactly. <laughs> now, when have you attracted all this support and these banners for you in the crowd? Is that all for you? Oh, look, I mean, some people have... This is also another word for India. Uh, and it's up to you. I'll leave it up to you. Guess what came first, me or the... Yeah, no, yeah, so. we, we choose to think it's the Bharat <laughs> Army. It's you. That's what we believe. A simple question. Everyone's having their two bobs worth. What went wrong with Australia? Was it the selectors, the coach, the talent? Tell us where they went wrong. No, I think it's. you've seen it in soccer World Cup so often, right? You pick a team, they win a World Cup. You stick with the same players, same format for another yep. year. It almost feels like the rest of the world has moved on. And you can say this retrospectively. I mean, I was the one who said Australia were favourites before the tournament began mm. uh, because everybody was fit and they seemed to have added to their strength with Tim David and uh, a couple of others as well. But um, Cam Green, another one who did finally come in. Uh, but just seeing how Australia went about their business uh, once everything started, um, you, you, you know, it just took four overs from that New Zealand game to knock them out. Uh, yes, they did win a few games after that and you could look back and say hey they lost only one game but those first four overs that Finn Allen and New Zealand just went after mm. them I don't think they ever recovered from that mm. um, and yeah unfortunately they're gone they are they're not in the semi-finals and now comes the big questions what happens next with that Australian team uh, I think the next World Cup itself is 2024 in, mm. in this format. And they, in Australia don't play another 2020 international before August 2023. Wow. Uh, so you expect a lot of changes. I mean, there's already talk of maybe the fast bowlers will just stick to tests in one-day cricket. Uh, because anyway, the focus now moves on to 50-over cricket. Right? The next big World yeah. Cup comes yeah. up in October next year in India. So uh, T20 will be pushed into the back burner. I expect a completely new look T20 side whenever Australia play in that format next time. Uh, some And a great opportunity for a lot of younger names at the Big Bash. Like Suddenly, it adds to the importance of the Big Bash. Mm. Right? If you perform in the Big Bash, mm. uh, there are lots of vacancies up and down the order there. Bowling, batting, all-rounders. So, uh, it, it, in a way, it's a good thing. Look, Australia are T20 World Cup champions. They finally got that off their list. They hadn't done that for a long time. And they can now move on you know, for the next World Cup. So, the next time they play or someone they don the uh, green and yellow in T20, there'll be no Finch, Warner, Wade, Cummins. Stark, who else? Um, I, I, you'd think Glenn Maxwell would still be around, yep. um, and maybe Josh Hazelwood has become the best T20 fast bowler Australia has seen for a while. 
uh, but a lot of the others, um, you know, uh, would would have moved on. And also, we can't forget that the 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 landscape of world cricket itself is changing so rapidly. Um, come January, we'll have the first ever South African Premier League, then the UAE Premier League. Um, so then, the things are going to look very different, even when the next World Cup comes around in uh, whatever twenty months from now. Um, so who knows who are, who are these players going to be contracted by? Not just Australian, internationally. Uh, would the whole takeover of world cricket by these IPL franchise owners have already taken place? So there's a lot to look forward to, but I see it as just more opportunities for everyone playing cricket in Australia, whatever age group. Uh, because, like I said, there will be openings, there will be opportunities to don that. Um, the green and gold and play some international cricket for Australia. Barat, you would have heard the murmurs, murmurs. We don't know if this is factual or not, but people talking about the fact that Australians have fallen out of love with their cricket team. Simon O'Donnell was asked on SEN Breakfast that exact question. The, the, the Langer thing's big in this. Pe- people didn't like how that happened. And Justin Langer was, was much loved as a player and you know went about his business and he was hard-nosed. And yeah, that unceremonious dumping of the coach and the the players' activity behind the scenes in that, that that has left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. Do you think it's disenchanf- uh, disenfranchised the Australian public? Uh, I would say it could stand true for the Western Australian public because we saw that and I heard that as well when I was in Perth for the Australia-Sri Lanka game that a lot of people didn't want to show up because of how Justin Langer was treated. But that's also how uh, parochial different states in Australia are as I have learned since I've moved here. Um, I don't think... I mean, I love Simon O'Donnell, but I don't think it's that well spread out. It's the same as what happened after Cape Town 2018, right? I remember coming here on a tour and... All the talk was we don't want to watch Australian cricket. But then they developed a, 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 a new feel, a new liking for the Australian team. And yeah, Justin Langer, Tim Payne, Aaron Finch all played a big role in it. Um, but even after Justin Langer was, I mean, or, or Justin Langer and Australia, cricket Australia parted ways, when Australia were playing in Pakistan and Sri Lanka, I still saw a lot of interest uh, back home, right? Like while I was on tour. People wanted to know. People were happy with the way Australia performed in Pakistan. People were happy with the way Australia carried themselves in Sri Lanka. So I think it's, it still goes back to just the time of the year in October. People still haven't really warmed mm. up to cricket. I think if it had started yesterday, right, with the sun out and like I always say, the people with their thongs on, maybe <laughs> there would have been a little more interest for cricket. Because that's how it works in Australia, right? If the weather is not right, they can't even think about cricket season. That's true. That's true. Here's an easy one. I've just made you an, an Australian selector, retrospectively. Would have you played Richardson over Stark? Uh, no, I wouldn't have. And uh, the only reason for that is, uh, look, you wanted like early, quick wickets and you wanted a quick game. Mm. That was the only way Australia would have even had a chance. Eventually, it didn't make sense anyway because England went on to win. Uh, rather comfortably, but um, you know, it, it was strange the way they used Mitch Stark throughout the tournament. You know, he, he's been a new ball uh, enforcer for 10 years, and before the tournament, they decided, no, 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 we want to use him in the middle overs, and changed his role, and I, I remember asking him about this after the Ireland game in Brisbane, uh, and he spoke about how he had to change his lens, and he, I mean, obviously he wasn't going to come out and complain about it, but you could sense, I mean, he would have preferred having the new ball, which is he was used to having for so long. So already his role was kind of strange in, during the World Cup. And then, you know, last minute they decide maybe they want someone who could 
probably provide a little more control for them. So it, it, it was a bit of like, like it was a gamble. It didn't pay off. Again, mm. uh, Richardson could have taken two wickets and three balls mm. right at the start of his spell. Catches went down. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. You know, I thought Stark is the enforcer. I would have even given him the new ball in that game. Just try to rock these of guns early, uh, and it, ha- it didn't work out. Like I think it summed up Australia's campaign last year. Everything they tried worked. Right, Matthew Wade as finisher, the fast bowlers from the test team playing T20 cricket in the UAE, everything worked. This year, everything they tried, whether it was Tim David, whether it was um, uh, you know Mitchell Stark in the middle overs, whether it was Steve Smith in the last game, nothing worked out. So mm. you know it was one of those campaigns, those forgettable campaigns. So Barat, if the T20 World Cup was a hard sell, do we just take it as a natural that it's the old rivalry, Australia and England, in a one-day international, which the one days have been hard to sell as well, <laughs> that we just click in now? I would be very surprised, and honestly, like I, I don't sound, like to sound very pessimistic, but because fifty over cricket has struggled as a yeah, format, it has. So when the start of like, what is the awareness around this one day series? How many people in Adelaide know that there is a game on the seventeenth? Mm. The old rivals, Australia and England, yep. not too many. I mean, not too many people were aware that the World Cup was on. But now mm. that Australia knocked out, also, um, I don't know how you're going to generate that kind of interest for fifty over cricket. Um, hopefully, look, the weather is good that day. But also, if the weather is good in Australia, everybody runs to the beach, not the Adelaide Oval. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a challenge as well. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and it's it's not the most exciting of Test summers either. At least the start. South Africa will be a great series. West Indies, just the way they've been performing these days. The first two Tests, yeah. So it's it's we we'll have to wait till I think the middle to late of uh, the latter half of December for cricket season to really pick up this year. Mm, All right, okay. who wins the World Cup now? Oh, it just <laughs> the stars are just pointed towards an India-Pakistan final again. Yeah. I said this after that first incredible game at the MCG. Then I thought, well, how can Pakistan ever come back? But that's what Pakistan do, right? They shock people all the time. Um, so I think it's all pointed towards an India-Pakistan final. I just have a sneaky feeling, just the way things have gone for India this time, it could well be India. I didn't have them as favourites at all. I had South Africa as favourites, to be honest. And look what happened to them yesterday at the hands of the Dutch. So... Uh, I'm, I think India have enough and things going their way for them to go win. But Pakistan are just peaking and they're just looking more and more dangerous by the day. Gee, how good would that be? The MCG would be rocking mm. 100,000 fans there. That would be crazy. Hey, as always, Barat, we really appreciate uh, your time today and your wonderful insight. No worries at all, guys. I'll go enjoy the sun. Yeah, go ahead there, you big Why rock star, not? you, hey? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Roach, you know what we've got to do now? Beat the buzzer. You've been on the interchange bench. No one's Beat taking you on yet. Uh, if you want to win $1,000 worth of free fuel, this is pretty easy. We're about to play Beat the Boys. Ring now. Well, if you can't get the time right, you're probably not going to be too good at this, eh? one 736 736 Don't poke the bear, Roach. Um, <laughs> time to Beat the Boys. Your chance to win a $1,000 fuel voucher, all thanks to Hyundai. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Ring now. Select whether you want to take on Roach or myself. I've had two victories, two from two. And celebrated hard. Too right. <laughs> um, yeah, and if you can beat either myself or the Roots, you're in the draw, yep. and we'll announce that just before we go on leave at the end of the month. Ring now. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 
3.51 on a Monday afternoon. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. We are live from Studio Lumo SA. Apologies, apologies, apologies. We know we're having some technical problems. We'll try again with Beat the Boys, though. If you want to win $1,000 worth of free fuel, ring now on one 736 736 Best of three questions. If you knock off either the Roots or you myself, you go in the draw for $1,000 worth of free fuel, and we'll be giving that away in about two weeks' time. All right, so that number again, one 736 736 Ring now. Hey, Roots, when we were talking to Barat Sundarasan, we asked about the move and the decision to put Richardson in over Mitchell Stark. Yes. He didn't agree with it. As I said, I was at the Ventnor Hotel at Port Vince, and a lot of people are saying, where's Stark? Mm-hmm. This is the coach, Andrew McDonald, on the decision. We were looking to reinforce the, the back end um, with Kane Richardson, um, so we put a premium on death bowling. Uh, that was the decision uh, in a nutshell, really. Um, it was Kane up against Starkey for, for a little bit of um, death, death bowling depth, and uh, Kane got the nod. Um, and any time you leave out a player of the stature of Mitchell Stark, it's, it's always going to, I suppose, create um, you know, significant sort of, I suppose, how would you phrase it? It's you know, attention to, to that selection. Um, and the reality is that we've got 15 players that arguably could be in the 11, um, and those that miss out are always going to be genuinely uh, you know, stiff. I think I've got the phrase, Rooch. Yes. It opens you up to enormous criticism. Yes, it does. But at the same time, they didn't have enough players who actually performed to a level which by batted away these questions. So many of the Aussies who just did not lift to a level that was required in this T20 series. Everyone said they were flat. There's a text that's come through here from Mickey D in Mitcham says, Kimbo, the Aussie cricketers need to show more heart and leave absolutely Nothing out there on the pitch. A bit like your performance in Port Vincent this weekend. Mm. Oh, boom, boom. Good on you, Mickey. All right. A lot of people are saying that uh, that first loss against New Zealand stuffed up everything for Australia. This is Andrew McDonald's view. Yeah, suffered a a slow start to the tournament and couldn't really, I suppose, grapple that back. Um, And then compound that with the washout against England, who were going to be vying for a top two spot with. um, Yeah, we just got behind it from, from the first game. Yes, and now they are out of the tournament, not defending their title in a semi-final. So we'll have England and India here in Adelaide Thursday. Expect India to be better placed than England, surely. England's good. Yeah, I'm not sure they're as good as India. What final tonight. would you like to see? Bharat's thinks oh, it would yeah, be Pakistan and India. Pakistan and India would be superb at the MCG. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? 100,000 people. Yeah. The streets would be going... Bunter. Yes. Uh, Damien Fleming, never short of a word when it comes to cricket because he's a former Australian player. He was on with Jared Waitley this morning and uh, the question was, what do Australia do now in regards to their T20 team? And let's be honest, Jared, you don't win unless three of your top four have, have big tournaments. So who are going to be those top order players that um, can basically just win your, win your T20 World Cups and then and then... You know, Tim David, that type of player is definitely, you know, he'd have to be in their plans. You know, can we get another one? Maybe a left-handed Tim David who could go out there with eight balls to go and score 20. But, you know, when when do you start to look at this? The next game's not until August. Um, we've got a 50-over World Cup. So they've got to make put most of their focus there. So it'll be intriguing to see what our first team is when when the World Cup is in two years' time over there in America and the Caribbean. 
Yeah, so I think this just totally gets shelved now and and should. There's a five-test summer coming, then test series against India in India, the Ashes in England, and a 50-over World Cup. Like that, That's where all of Australia's planning, thoughts, energies should go, which is why I just wonder whether there's a – it's not a side project. It's a, If you are actually going to rebuild this, what happens during the BBL and how do you harness that? in the immediate aftermath when there, there is, there's no incentive. In fact, it would be a pure distraction if Australian cricket spent any time on it, given the, the demands that are coming. Yeah, it's grander priorities at the moment, aren't there? And then that Ashes test series offshore is going to be a big one. Mm. Uh, that's, that's where we make our real genuine impression on what we are in the world scene. We talk about magic round with the football. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how the crowds are here with no Australian participation. Can I say that again? Participation. Yeah. With um, <laughs> uh, India and England in that Thursday nighter for the T20. Mm. Oh, you'll get a, there's a great deal of interest from the Indians. What's there. a great deal? You yeah. get 50,000? No, you won't get 50. 40? Well, I would hope 30. 30? Port and Crow's got 20. Yeah. The AFLW. Yeah. Uh, look, just all the texts that are coming through, we do appreciate there's some technical problems at the moment. It's damn frustrating for everyone. Mm. I know we are just as frustrated, but hang in there. We are trying to attend to it. Crowds and opportunities. The AFLW stuffed this one up with the way in which they put semi finals back to back rather than not one on a Friday night. So Adelaide playing Friday night at Unley Oval. So the Richmond North Melbourne game which is the first one on Saturday, is already sold out with a limited capacity at Punt Road. Uh, have they, should have they gone separate ways? One Friday night, one Saturday afternoon. What would be restricting them from doing that? Well, probably because they need to get that TV you know, program right, programming mm. right. And when you ask the question of what figures we would get Friday night, the Australia-Afghanistan game was number five all up for all TV over last week. Number five in total. Got a national run of 490,000. 72,000 in Adelaide. The Adelaide-Melbourne AFLW game hit 22,000 on Fox Friday night. Well, they would have got more if they'd flicked it over in the pub at the event. I'll tell you. <laughs> There's kept another re- one. Yeah. Kept requesting. Yeah, that. right. Uh, well, still 22 to 70. For a competition yeah. that's in its seventh season against yeah. a, a game that's international. Mm. Yes. Maybe not too bad. I reckon seven would have been happy with those numbers. Hey, Roach, I'll try one more time because I know we're dropping in and out. I apologise again. That's with the app and on radio. But uh, we do want to give you a chance to win that $1,000 worth of free fuel. So beat the boys. If you give us a call now on one 736 736 uh, we know everyone's keen to win that $1,000 free fuel because we've done this two days last week and the phones went crazy. So hopefully you are hearing us. In the meantime, of course, we wait for the 4 o'clock news route and we go to Chelsea Bedell. Hey, take us through Adelaide United. Um, we spoke to Carl Viet last week. It was a game they were expected to win, 4-2, a good result. 3-0 up and then it became 4-2. The biggest bit of this is they're third on the table now. Mm. They are behind Melbourne City as the leaders, but they are third on that ladder after not having a home game for the first three weeks. They're scoring. So Craig Goodwin was in the books again, 22nd minute score there. So. But you're our world, world game guru, 3-0 up and to win 
Yeah, no, good result. Yeah, we're happy. playing a defending champ that's got a fair bit on its plate, needed to respond, and certainly did. But four two is a great result for Adelaide United. Okay, well, Western United's bottom. Yes, but they are the defending champ and should have some pride on their agenda as well. All right, so um, Hiroshi Ibasuki. He started it in the yeah. ninth. Craig, Craig Goodwin, Goodwin in the 22nd. Then <laughs> West United throw up an own goal, makes it 3-0, and Ben O'Halloran, Ben Halloran, it's not O'Halloran, Halloran, makes it in the 79th, the fourth score for Adelaide. So that's a great weekend for them. All righty. We're live and interactive. Uh, you can have your say on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Rich, just quickly, I, I mentioned that we had McGain Real Estate, uh, Mike Dobbin has just yes. uh, sent a text saying, I can't bloody hear you. <laughs> G'day, Dobbo. We, we are working on it at the moment. Uh, I don't wish to embarrass him, but uh, their company are great supporters out in the community. And I mentioned how there was a hockey team there from um, the Port Triangle. Piri. Port yeah, Piri, yeah. Uh, they are the Brisbane, Risden Tigers. Yes. And, um, and they were just a ripping bunch of girls and, and women. We all had a lot of fun and... Uh, Dobbo's been good enough to sponsor them. So, so his name will be on their shirts next Yes, season. yeah, going to get them you. all their new kits. So uh, well done. We're all going to go up there and uh, watch a game. So we'll keep you across those schools. Thanks to McGain Real Estate. Uh, they really do like helping the community at all levels. It's five o'clock, Chelsea Bedell after four. Oh, it's four o'clock, Chelsea Bedell. Oh, fair dinkum. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.